In this episode, we are going to go over the difference between faith and trust when it comes to your trying to conceive journey, because I had this total aha moment during my quiet time this morning, and I needed to debrief it with you because it is so powerful. And I wish I would have heard this in the thick of my trying to conceive journey. So let's dive in. Hey friends, welcome to the Waiting Well podcast. I am your host, Courtney Dunker, and you are here because your journey to motherhood has not looked the way that you always imagined. It has held heartbreak, loneliness, and questions like, why me, God? I'm here to remind you that you do not have to walk this road alone. And here we can wait well together. Each week, I will share faith-based encouragement from my own infertility journey, provide information from guest experts on navigating infertility and conceiving, powerful testimonies, and top tips on stewarding your health and emotional well-being through this demanding journey. So if you are ready to take back control of your life, find peace with God, join the in-between spaces, and thrive in your waiting season, then meet me at the well, girl. Grab that warm chocolate chip cookie, a little bit of unicorn juice or iced coffee. We've got some intentional growth to do. Let's get it. Okay, so I'm currently going through this devotional book called 100 Days of Believing Bigger. I will link it down in the show notes, but it talks about today in faith and trust. And I have never really paid attention, I guess, to the differences between faith and trust and really meditated on it. And I think it's really, really powerful because it's going to just open our eyes to areas that maybe you are dealing with a theological battle with God because you are you think it's faith and you're like, I do have faith and I'm not conceiving because I don't have faith. And people say, you know, you just gotta gotta believe that God can do it, or you've just gotta trust that He can do it. And I think there's such a huge difference here. And it's especially clear after reading this small little caveat from my devotional this morning. So First of all, faith is having a steadfast belief in something or someone without having proof. It's hopeful, optimistic, and looks towards the future with possibility and expectancy. Trust is similar, often mistaken for faith, but it is more about actively relying upon someone's character and consistency. When we operate within trust, we're able to take action based on that person's integrity and reliability. Wow. Okay. Just sit in that for a second as you reflect on your trying to conceive journey. A lot of times during my journey, I personally felt like, is my faith big enough? Like we would see in the New Testament how Jesus would heal people based off of their faith and be like, wow, your faith has healed you. Like how many times do we hear Jesus say that in the New Testament? But for me, as I was going and the years started adding on, it was like, okay, year one, year two, year three. It wasn't just month after month. It was year after year. And I was like, God, I don't understand. I believe that you can do this. Like, I believe that you have sovereignty and control over my womb and conception. And I believe that you are capable of giving us a baby. Like, I know I had the head knowledge and the heart knowledge and the faith that he could do it. But what was put in my devotional a little bit further down is that we act as if we know that God can do it, but we are questioning whether he will come through. That is the difference between faith and trust. 
So faith is, you know that God can do this. Like, you know, in your heart of hearts, gun to your head, like you would say, God can give you a baby. God can allow you to conceive regardless of your circumstances. We can see that even with Jesus's birth, right? We're like, okay, she was a virgin (laughs) and somehow she is with child. Okay. So we know that God is fully capable. That's faith. We have faith. The problem lies for many of us, myself included, was trust. Trust is built off of whether we believe he will come through. Trust, as we go back to that definition, is character and consistency. So our problem with infertility and trying to conceive and having it become negative pregnancy test after negative pregnancy test, that deflation of hope starts to erode our trust in God's character because we start realizing that when we go through the fire, when our faith is tested, right? The faith part is tested. We start seeing that our trust in God is a totally independent thing that is actually maybe not built on God's character and instead built on who we want him to be. Does that make sense? So like my faith is that I do believe that God can do this. Will he do this for me? I don't know. I started questioning that. I started doubting that. And that was my trust in God and his character revealing itself through the fire. So if you were struggling with that frustration over not getting pregnant time and time again, or having a loss, or it not happening the way that you thought it would be, or maybe you had a treatment and it failed, or you're just not getting answers and you're just spinning your wheels. It's that trust in God's character that is failing you because your foundation is not based off of who he says he is, and it's based off of who you think he should be. Isn't that so profound? So if we dive into this and we're like, okay, I see the difference now, Courtney. I see the difference between faith and trust. Trust is the problem. My trust is broken because I trusted him to give us a baby and he has broken that trust. Or you had the faith that he could and that this time it was going to be like, there was a couple times where I'd go into the IUI room and I was like, I have so much faith. Like if you were to put my faith on a scale of some kind, my faith would be off of the radar. Like it wouldn't even chart because my faith was so big and so strong that God was going to do this. And then I walk out two weeks later, I find out I am not pregnant. My trust in God shatters because he did not come through. My trust in his character felt broken in the moment because I associated my faith and trust as the same thing. I can have full faith and have broken trust in Jesus and who God is because it's built on his character. Because I thought that my faith, how big my faith was, should equal that God's character will be true and that he will give me a baby. Therefore, my trust should uphold. Does that make sense? Are you guys following me with that? So as I study this and as I'm having this moment of just really diving deeper with God on you know, some of the roots that are still there from our conceiving journey, and as I even went into trying to conceive baby number two, it was really recognizing, asking myself that question, do I trust you, God? Do I trust you to try again? Do I trust you for this month 
to try again even though last month was negative? Do I trust you to keep walking forward? Do I believe that you can come through, that you will come through? Do I trust you wholeheartedly that your plan for me is good even if it means that I'm not going to become a mom in the way that I desire? That's an important question to wrestle with. And how do we transform our trust? Because a lot of times something like trying to conceive an infertility is going to bring to the surface what is in our heart. You know, my husband, when we first started dating, there was one time on this golf cart, we like, I nearly got knocked off and he was driving and I said a bad word. I said, S-H-I-T. And I was like so embarrassed because we were dating and I was like, oh my gosh. But it just like came out of me. And I will never forget, he was like the overflow of the the heart, the mouth speaks. And I was so annoyed I wanted to punch him. I was like, okay, this is not the time. You nearly almost made me die, okay? But I do feel like there's something so profound in that statement of like the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And it's just the same thing when it comes to our thought life that we even might be keeping hidden from our spouse or from even ourselves. We're like in denial of our trust in God, right? Like we don't want to acknowledge that we might not trust him because what does that say about our faith? What does that say about our relationship with God? What does that say about our salvation, right? There might be this whole bunny trail and just, I don't know, like whirlwind that you might go down and you're like, I don't know if I want to go down that path and have those conversations and ask those questions of myself. There's fear there, right? But I do believe that this journey it's the overflow of the heart. It's going to bring through. Your thoughts are going to come to the surface. And we do need to either engage with them and grow in our relationship with the Lord or choose not to engage with them and allow our relationship with the Lord to suffer because we do do nothing. Doing nothing is also a choice. Doing nothing is avoiding the issue and ultimately eroding even more your relationship with the Lord. Even if you think it's doing nothing, it is doing something. It is hurting you. So building that trust back up, it comes down to understanding who God's character is. And I do believe that I got to a point where I trusted God wholeheartedly in a way that I had never experienced before because I got to this place of acknowledging who God's character was for what he said it was according to scripture, not according to what I heard in youth group growing up or not according to my experiences or my circumstances or my feelings. It was solely based off of what does God say he is? What is his character? Let's identify that according to scripture. So if you are sitting there and you're like, wow, this is just blowing my mind. Like this is exactly where I have been wrestling. Number one, I want to challenge you to sign up for my masterclass that's in the show notes that is going to break down for you a tangible tool to help you take action on changing this conversation that you have going with the Lord, this part of your relationship that maybe is feeling like it is suffering because there's nothing more important during this journey than your relationship with God. Everything flows from it, including your mental, physical, spiritual health, your marital health. Everything flows from it. So you have to take that first, the most serious, the highest priority above even getting pregnant. So I'll link that in the show notes. Number two, is really building up for yourself a trust in God's character. And you're only going to do that by actually carving out time to spend with God. You only get to know someone's character by spending time with them, elbow to elbow, 
in the trenches, getting to know who they are in different circumstances. Lucky for us, we have God's word that shows us who he is through years and years of history. We can see him in the Old Testament. His character is revealed there. We can see him in the New Testament. His character is revealed through Jesus Christ and what, how he lived in different circumstances. We can build a new trust and a newfound sense of security in our relationship of God's character by going to God's word on a consistent basis, especially when we do not feel like doing that. I think that's so powerful to dig into because when I was on my journey, there were so many seasons where I was just like, I just cannot open my Bible. This just feels so painful and raw. Like my heart was just raw and bleeding. And I just felt like the Bible sometimes would be almost like if you have a cut and then you put like something that stings on it, but it's going to clean it out. That's kind of how I felt like my relationship with the Lord was. It was just like, ah, if I open the Bible, it's going to sting and it's going to hurt. And I know it's ultimately good for me, but I don't know if I want to engage in that pain. I would rather suffer, (laughs) right? Spending time in God's word and really getting to know him in his entirety. Like I would really dive into uh, the books of the Bible and I would, um, there are several times that Josh and I would go through different reading the Bible in a year plans. I don't think I ever fully have finished the Bible in one year, but just having a set reading plan that kind of like when I work out, it's like if I know that I have a workout calendar to follow, it's so much easier to just show up and press play. Same thing with my quiet time. It's like even the days that I didn't feel like it and I didn't really emotionally want to show up, having a plan that's like, okay, just show up and read that. Just show up and open your Bible and read that. It just kept me engaged and open to hearing who God's character was and exposure to that character so that I could grow in the knowledge and the trust of his consistency through that. And then finally, I think opening yourself up to having conversations with those around you that you do trust, that have a good relationship of God's character and explaining to them, sharing with them what you're going through, especially if you haven't yet, but also the questions and the doubts that have come to the surface. I cannot tell you how many conversations Josh and I would have So first of all, I don't know if you've ever seen like those TikToks where it's like, you know, the guy has zero red flags and the girl's like, just, you know, he married me and I'm the red flag, right? Like just kind of crazy. And he has no worries and no doubts and no anxiety. And like, she's got it all, right? I feel like that was kind of us through our trying to conceive journey. Like Josh, a hundred percent has the spiritual gift of faith. So for me, (laughs) going through this battle with him I felt like I was always the one who was struggling and he was always like just kind of standing in faith. I'm so grateful for that because there were so many times where he was like my life raft, just keeping me afloat in a very difficult storm. But I do believe that opening myself up, being vulnerable with him to be different and say like, I am struggling to believe in God. Like I'm struggling to trust him. I don't know that I do acknowledging that verbally, saying that, and asking, you know, inviting that vulnerability in the Holy Spirit, right? Because where two or more are gathered, he is there. So when I sat down and had those intimate conversations and vulnerable conversations with Josh, it invites the Holy Spirit in to minister to my heart, to have this healing work that only he can do. And it also opens me up to 
bringing light to the gremlins in my heart. That's the best way I could describe it. It's like there's darkness there where like if I wanted to, you know, kind of keep that wound to myself and not open it up, not expose it to the light, there's no healing there. And it's just going to fester and grow and create more pain. But as soon as I can verbally process with someone else and explain like, this is my questions. These are my struggles. These are my difficulties in trusting God's character through specifically this journey. This is the overflow of my heart and it's not pretty. First of all, that's going to create so much more deeper intimacy in your relationship with your spouse. But also, again, the Holy Spirit comes in and gets to minister, shining light on that area of your heart where it can no longer be a foothold that the enemy has in your relationship with God, in your relationship, you know, maybe between you and your spouse, whatever it might be. You and your spouse might be approaching this completely different. You might have totally different feelings, totally different thoughts and going about this differently. However, having conversation, intentional, vulnerable conversation to freely express where each of you is at is so healthy to the progress and the healing and the unity that God wants to see through your marriage during this time. So those are my encouragement, my challenge to you as we just look at the difference between faith and trust. And we assess how God wants to heal your trust in him by revealing his character to you. And those ways of drawing closer to him, spending intentional time with him is the way that he is going to be able to reveal that character to you. I hope this helps. And if you did enjoy this episode, please tag me the Waiting Well podcast on Instagram and I will get to repost. I am so glad that you chose to meet me at the well today. If this episode inspired you, changed you, or blessed you in some way, I would love for you to do one of two things. First, head to Apple Podcasts at that link below and leave a review. And second, screenshot this episode and share it in your stories, tagging me at Sewn With Strength or text it on over to a friend that this episode might bless. These are the number one ways to thank me. I am truly so grateful to be building out this community and I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. Until then, go get a workout done for me and I will see you right back here at the Waiting Well Podcast.